Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Now, when we get to Genesis 18, we are about to get into. Isaac, the son of promise uh, that the Lord had promised to Abraham and Sarah. Now the Lord will uh, confirm the promise to Abraham. Open your Bibles to Genesis 18. Genesis 18. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, He hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, If I have found favor in your eyes, my lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought, and then you may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed and then go on your way now that you have come to your servant. Very well, they answered. Do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said. Get three sears of fine flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk in the calf that had been prepared and set these before them. While they ate, he stood near them under a tree. Where's your wife, Sarah? they asked him. There in the tent, he said. Then the Lord said, I will surely return to you about this time next year. And Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already old and well advanced in years, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, After I am worn out, and my master is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why does her laugh and say, Will I really have a child now that I'm old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, Yes, you did laugh. When the men got up to leave, they looked down toward Sodom, and Abraham walked along with them to see them on their way. Then the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. For I have chosen him, so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised him. Then the Lord said, The outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great and their sin is so grievous that I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. The men turned away and went toward Sodom, but Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? 
What if there are fifty righteous people in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the fifty righteous people in it? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? The Lord said, If I find fifty righteous people in the city of Sodom, I will spare the whole place for their sake. Then Abraham spoke up again, Now that I've been so bold as to speak to the Lord, though I am nothing but dust and ashes, what if the number of the righteous is five less than fifty? Will you destroy the whole city because of five people? If I find forty-five there, he said, I will not destroy it. Once again he spoke to him. What if only forty are found there? He said, For the sake of forty I will not do it. Then he said, May the Lord not be angry, but let me speak. What if only thirty can be found there? He answered, I will not do it if I find thirty there. Abraham said, Now that I have been so bold as to speak to the Lord, what if only twenty can be found there? He said, For the sake of twenty, I will not destroy it. Then he said, May the Lord not be angry, but let me speak just once more. What if only ten can be found there? He answered, For the sake of ten, I will not destroy it. When the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he left, and Abraham returned home. Now, we start out this chapter by seeing that the Lord uh, appeared to Abraham. Notice verse 1. Now, the Lord appeared to him by the oaks of Moriah, where he was sitting at the tent door in the heat of the day. Now, the word appeared, Hebrew word 7200 means to see. Okay, so it means that uh, that that Abraham this wasn't a vision; he saw the Lord, uh, and Abraham sees uh, them, and then he approaches. Now, notice verse two, uh, and when he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, three men were standing opposite him. And when he saw them, he ran from the tent to meet them and bowed himself to the earth. Uh, now, notice it says Abraham saw three men. Okay, saw Hebrew word 582, which means uh, mortal. Uh, that's for the word men. It means he saw three mortal men. Okay, so the Lord appears to him as a mortal. We see here. Now, uh, Abraham speaks to the Lord or Adonai. Uh, notice verses three to five. Okay. Uh, my Lord, if now I have found favor in your sight, please do not pass your servant by. Please let a little water be brought and wash your feet and rest yourselves under the tree. And I will bring a piece of bread that you may refresh yourselves. After that, you may go on since you have visited your servant. And they said, do as you have said. Now, uh, notice the, the the word that Abraham uh, uses in verse 3 when he says, my Lord, that is Adonai. So we see another name of the Lord being used here. 
Uh, now, Abraham gives Sarah and his servants orders uh, in verses six through eight, where he tells them to go and make a meal ready. He goes to his wife, Sarah, and he tells her to get some cakes. He goes to his servants and tells them to, you know, get the choice calf and to get it together so they can get ready to have a meal. OK, uh, now a promise is is given in verse nine. Uh notice of verses uh, 9 through 10 then they said to him where is Sarah your wife and he said behold in the tent and he said I will surely return to you at this time next year and behold Sarah your wife shall have a son and Sarah was listening at the tent door which was behind him okay now in the uh, NASB uh, you know the start of verse 10 uh, says he with a lowercase H, but in the Hebrew it says he with a capital H. So we know that uh, the Lord is the one speaking to Abraham. And I just want to point that out because, and you know, I told you I mainly uh, always read out of the NASB, and I noticed that when the Lord was speaking here, it had it in the capital H. But I want you to know that in the uh, Hebrew, it is a, uh, I'm sorry, it was a lowercase h in the NASB, but in the Hebrew, it is with the capital H to let us know that it's the Lord who is speaking. Now, uh, Abraham and Sarah are old. Notice verses 11 and 12. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old, advanced in age. Sarah was past childbearing. And Sarah laughed to herself, saying, After I have become old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? Okay. Now, what we have here is, even though Sarah and Abraham have had direct contact with the Lord, and the Lord has given them this promise, they still can't believe this. You you have to understand that Abraham at this time is knocking on 100 years old and Sarah is knocking on 90. So the two of them, even in that day and, and age, are well past childbearing age. The Lord hears everything. We find this out in uh, verses 13 through 15. And it reads, the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh, saying, shall I indeed bear a child when I am so old? Now, let's go back to verse 12. It says, Sarah laughed to herself. And in verse 13, the Lord says to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh? Now, this has to be interesting uh, for Abraham because Abraham must be uh, sitting there saying, I didn't hear Sarah say anything because the, the previous verse says she said to herself, but uh, the Lord says to Abraham, why did she laugh? And then the Lord continues, is anything too difficult for the Lord? That was a question. At the appointed time, I will return to you at this time next year, and Sarah shall have a son. The Lord gives them the, the, the promise. Again, Sarah denied it, however, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, no, but you did laugh. Now, it doesn't say here if Sarah said this to herself or not. Like, you know, you would talk to yourself and maybe she said, wait a minute, I, I didn't laugh. It doesn't say if that happened or not. Either way, uh, the Lord heard her, whether she was talking to herself or she spoke up out loud. And the Lord said, no, you did laugh. Letting her know I heard everything that you said. Now, the Lord poses a question. Notice verses 16 through 18. Then the men rose up from there and looked down towards Sodom, and Abraham was walking with them to send them off. 
And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do, since Abraham will surely become a great and mighty nation, and in him all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Now, notice the Lord says all the nations of the earth will be blessed through Abraham. That's important to pay attention to. Uh, he didn't say that a certain nation would be blessed through Abraham. He didn't say a certain ethnic group of people will be blessed through Abraham. He didn't say a certain people uh, in a certain part of the world will be blessed through Abraham. But he said all nations of the earth will be blessed through Abraham. Remember these verses right here in this 18th chapter of Genesis. If you ever run into someone trying to tell you that God only blesses a certain group of people, that the blessings are not for everybody. Yes, we do know that there are things in Scripture where the Lord said it for a specific people at a specific time but the lord is very clear when that is the case here the lord is very clear when he says all the nations of the earth will be blessed god makes it known he chose abraham uh, notice verse 19 for i have chosen him in order that he may command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing righteousness and justice in order that the Lord may bring upon Abraham what he has spoken about him. Now, some people will say this gets in, into election. I, you know, I don't know that this actually confirms, you know, total election, but it does let us know for sure that he elected and chose Abraham for this specific now, this is the situation I just previously spoke of where the Lord chooses a specific person for a specific reason. Abraham was the man in this case. Uh, now, as we move on, we see the Lord turns his attention towards Sodom and Gomorrah. Notice verse 20. The Lord said, the outcry of Sodom and Gomorrah is indeed great and their sin is exceedingly grave. Uh so what is the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah? Okay. Uh, you know, we, if you are a student of scripture, you know that uh, very sh shortly after this, Sodom and Gomorrah are going to be destroyed. But what was the sin of Sodom? The Lord said, excuse me, uh, that uh, the outcry was indeed great and their sin is exceedingly grave what was the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah there's lots of uh, theories on what the sin was but if you turn to the book of Ezekiel we'll see what the sin was in Sodom and Gomorrah uh, turn to Ezekiel chapter 16 Ezekiel 16, and we will read verses 49 to 50. Behold, this was the guilt of your system, of your sister Sodom. She and her daughters had arrogance, abundant food, and careless ease, but she did not help the poor and needy. Thus, they were haughty and committed abominations before me. Therefore, I removed them when I saw it. So the Lord there uh, speaking uh, with the prophet Ezekiel through the prophet Ezekiel says what the sin of Sodom and Gomorrah was. There was a lot of pride going on. They were not taking care of people. Now, of course, we know that 
that wasn't the, those weren't the only sins in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. But it's important to point that out because a lot of times, especially in the day and age that we live in, we point to one sin. We point to all the rampant homosexuality that was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah at the time. And uh, in the 21st century, that's the one sin that we want to focus on. But it tells us right there in Ezekiel why the Lord went down there and was ready to wipe them out. Now, the Lord is ready to go down to see these things for himself. Uh, let's read verses 21 to 22 to point that out. I will go down now and see if they have done entirely according to its outcry, which has come to me. And if not, I will know. Then the men turned away from there and went toward Sodom while Abraham was still standing before the Lord. Okay, notice the end of verse 22. Abraham is standing with the Lord. So we see that the remember, there was three men that appeared to Abraham. So two are already now are on a way to Sodom and Gomorrah. And the Lord stays with Abraham still standing there. Abraham asks a question and pleads with the Lord verse in verses 23 through 25. Uh, Abraham says, starting on 23, Abraham came near and said, "Wilt thou indeed sweep away the righteous with the wicked. Suppose there are 50 righteous within the city. Wilt thou indeed sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the 50 righteous who are in it. Now we know here, uh, that, uh, the, that Abraham is asking the Lord a question and he continues to say far be it from thee to do such a thing to slay the righteous with the wicked so that the righteous and the wicked are treated alike far be it from thee shall not the judge of all the earth deal justly now that's a question he poses to the Lord he's saying Lord you know maybe Abraham had to be frightened at this point saying wait a minute you know there that is a city with 45,000 people in it are you really going to go down there destroy and take out this whole city on the account of uh, maybe 30% uh, of them that are in sin now Abraham continues to plead with God from verses uh, 26 through 23 okay uh, now, if you wondered why he is pleading with God, uh, it is very clear Abraham is trying to save his nephew Lot, who was down there with his family, because in verses 26 through, through 33, which is the end of the chapter, Abraham continues and says, you know, Lord, you know, what if there's 50 righteous? Lord, what if there's 45? What if there's 40? It's very clear this is what Abraham is trying to do. We know the affection that Abraham has for his nephew, Lot. So he's trying to save his nephew because, remember, his nephew and his family are down there. So if the Lord goes down there and destroys the whole city, that means that his nephew and his nephew's family will be destroyed with the wicked. So he keeps... Uh, even though he's before the Lord and the Lord could take him out now if he wants to. He still he loves his nephew so much. He still is pleading with the Lord. He gets the Lord all the way down to 10. You know, uh, notice verse uh, 32. Oh, may the Lord not be angry and I shall speak only this once. Suppose 10 are found there. And he said, he being the Lord, I will not destroy on account of 10. So the Lord has gotten all the way down to 10 people. The Lord is gracious and the Lord is merciful. And we thank him for that. I would like to uh, inject something here with this story of Sodom and Gomorrah uh, before we get to the destruction. Notice that 
there's thousands of people there and the Lord gets down to 10 and say, for the sake of the 10, I will not destroy it. Now, in the here in the 21st century, at the time I'm recording this, it is uh, late November uh, 2015. And there's lots of things going on around in the, in the world. And here in the United States where I live, one of the biggest things is uh, uh, homosexual rights. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because what does get into Simon Gomorrah is because uh, when the Supreme Court uh, said that it was legal for uh, homosexuals to be legally married, there were people falling out all over the place, you know, uh, crying, people yelling, saying that, you know, the Lord is about to judge the United States. The Lord is about to bring his, you know, his complete wrath on the United States for this sin. And even though, and although it is a sin, and it is an abomination in the eyes of the Lord. Did you ever stop to think that because of just a few righteous, the Lord hasn't completely wiped out this country? What I like to go back to is people get so hung up on uh, this homosexual bill being passed. But did you ever think about the hundreds of years of slavery? That the, 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 uh, Have you ever thought about the Africans who were forced to come over here and, and work? against their will to build this country that was a that 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 was an uh an enormous uh outcry uh that's where a lot of our old negro spirituals came from it was the slaves in the field crying out to the lord lord when will you save us lord when will you deliver us you know from the hand of these evil and and wicked uh men that have brought us into slavery well the lord didn't wipe out the united states then you fast forward uh, to uh, to the abortions that happen in this country. Uh, literally every year, hundreds upon thousands, and the number is now in the uh, in the in the eight digits of the babies that have been uh, aborted in this country over the last forty years. Okay, innocent blood being shed, and the Lord has not wiped out the United States just yet. That is that is that that's a reason for the Lord to to come down here to see what's happening to wipe out this country. Correct. So if the Lord has not judged, quote, judged the United States at this point and 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 set this country afire yet, I don't know why that particular sin uh, people are getting riled up about and saying, oh, the Lord is coming. The Lord is sparing his judgment. I said all of that to say this. Did you ever think? That with all the great sins that happened just right here in this country, on this continent of North America, maybe it was 10. Maybe it was just because of 10 righteous that the Lord, that somebody was praying for. Maybe it was somebody's grandmother or somebody's uh, uncle or uh, maybe even a friend who who prayed and said, Lord, you know, keep my people safe. And the Lord said on account of the, of, of just 10 out of millions and millions of people, I will spare the place, okay? That's just a thought, you know, that we ought to be happy and blessed that the Lord hasn't judged. You know, we shouldn't be so quick to be calling for the Lord to judge because judgment is permanent. When the Lord, the judge of all the earth, uh, sits forth his judgment, that's it. It's permanent. It's, it's a wrap. So we thank the Lord for that. That brings us to the end of chapter 18 of Genesis. Uh, 
Father, we we thank you for your mercy. You showed here to Abraham that you are willing to give mercy if there is any righteous. Now, the thing that Abraham didn't realize was that there are none that are righteous. No, not one. You said in, in your word, Father, and your word is true. We thank you for grace and mercy. And we praise you and give you all the honor in Jesus name. Amen. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.